Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts About the Dia. How y'all doing this morning? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling good, man. So, I want to start off with a story. Kind of a feel-good story. But, maybe you will. Maybe you won't see it that way. I don't know. I'm just going to tell you the story. So, um, yesterday I had to go to, uh, I had to go to the courthouse, down to the courthouse to file some paperwork for work. So, I get down there, and first of all, I'm going to tell you something I weird I noticed. I hate going to the courthouse because they make you feel like an inmate off the rip. You go in there, you got to take off your shoes, your belt, your watch, empty out your pockets, your jacket. You got to strip down everything and then, you know, pass through your metal detector and put everything back on, which is a hassle. Be for me at least, it's an inconvenience because I go to, to the courthouse dressed for business. You know, I'm buttoning up slacks, belt, dress shoes. I have I wear a watch. I have to take off all of this stuff just to gain access to the courthouse. So I get there and I notice there is a officer standing over in the corner with a AR-15, I think it was. I have never in my life, look, I've been going to this particular courthouse for about 12 years in my line of work. I've been going in and out of this courthouse for about 12 years. I have never seen an officer guard, uh, officer armed with a rifle in the front of this courthouse. I don't know if they had some type of incident or some high-profile person coming through or whatever, but this guy standing there with a rifle, and he had this mug on his face like he wanted something to happen. You ever look at somebody and they look like they hoping that something happened? He had that look on his face like he was hoping something happened. And I, when I saw it, it caught me by surprise. So I did a double take. When I look over at him, he's looking at me with that do-something face. So as bad as I wanted to try to take a picture, I knew better than to try to take a picture of that because I probably would have ended up locked up or something. He, he looked like he was ready to escalate, not de-escalate, whatever situation happened. But that's neither here nor there. I give, I go in, I fill out my paperwork, I hand it in, pay the fees, get sent over to the um, the waiting area, which is basically a small courtroom, to so that the court clerk can go over my paperwork and everything. So... I go in there, and there's a lady with two toddlers, and they're just running around making the little toddler noise, having a good time, and I was just thinking to myself, wow, where does the energy go, man? Where does the energy go? It's, here it is. It's 930. 10 o'clock maybe in the morning. I'm dragging. I don't want to be there. I'm tired from the night before. 
you know, just the regular the work week. And here these kids are boom, 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 zooming around the place. You know what I think is what happens to us that drains that energy? Life, responsibility, worries, anxiety. I think that's what drains that our energy. Once you get to the point, to the age where you start to think about things like that and worry about things, you know, I think it, it, it zaps that that freshness, that snap, that life about you, that, that get up and go. It takes it. It starts to drain that from you, man. Damn, I thought this was a feel-good story. I don't feel so good now after telling it, though. But either or, that's the way it is, man. That's why it's, it's very important that you take care of yourself and you find things that make you happy and you put yourself in situations that make you happy, even if that sometimes takes away from other people's happiness because you have to take care of your star player first and foremost. That's you. Now, I'll be right back. So, I've been in and out of watching this whole situation with A.B., when I say A.B., I'm talking about Antonio Brown, a wide receiver for the Steelers that's looking for a trade. He wants guaranteed money. He's saying, you know, that if you if you got guaranteed, if you don't, if you don't have that guaranteed money, don't even hit my line. Don't even waste your time playing with me, you know. And I have no problem with that, especially for an NFL player to – go after his money uh, definitely after years of being in the league at some point you start looking for that payout and he says you know he has talked about how much money he's made and that he doesn't need the NFL he wants the NFL which is a great place to be in because once you take away the carrot when I say the carrot I mean you know how people dangle they dangle a carrot in front of the donkey to get the donkey to do what they wanted to do, get the donkey to move. In the workforce, oftentimes there's a carrot dangled in front of us to get us to move the way people want us to move and do the things that they want us to do. So once you're able to eliminate that carrot, it makes you free. You don't now, now you don't have to bend to the will of others completely because there's no carrot. There's nothing there that I want. And I respect it. <clears throat> what I don't like about it, though, is the, the critics and the commentators who are um, making this one particular statement. I keep repeatedly hearing people say that he should be grateful for the opportunity, for the opportunity that the Steelers gave him and he should be grateful for the opportunity to play in the NFL. He should be grateful for this and he should be grateful for that. That's bullshit. Number one, didn't nobody give him nothing. And we run into this same thing in the workforce a lot of times. I hate when I hear somebody say, you should be grateful just to have a job. Why should I be grateful just to have a job? Because nobody gave me this job. I was given the job because... I showed and proved that I was the best candidate 
for the job. That's why you hired me. That's why they drafted him. That's or you know whoever drafted him. But that's why he's there. That's why he's playing. That's why every NFL, NBA, NHL, uh, whatever athlete is playing where they're playing. That's why every NCAA athlete is at that school because they show and they prove that they deserved to be there. Nobody gave them that opportunity. They earned that opportunity to be there. When somebody says that they gave you something, it implies that you don't necessarily deserve it. It implies that, you know, you've done a favor. You're not doing that man no favors about having him on your team. You know, And these people aren't doing you guys no favors by employing you. Unless you're a trash employee and they're just keeping you around just because. Or if your homeboy or your friend hired you or, you know, your dad, they hired you because you're dad. In situations like that, yes, that's when you should be grateful for that opportunity because they gave you that opportunity. You don't hear nobody telling a doctor he should be grateful because the hospital hired him. No, he's praised for being a doctor same way it should be the same way for the guy who is the 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 manager down at the local burger king <laughs> don't try to knock this guy he earned the opportunity to be that the manager of that burger king nobody was just like you know what we need a manager hey you walk down the street come here you want to be a manager no that ain't how it work even at burger king it doesn't work that way. Stop telling people and trying to put it into people's head that they should be grateful for something that they earned. They should be grateful for the physical ability that, that they were um, born with. They should be grateful for the intelligence that they was born with. They should be grateful for the discipline that they had for they were able to carry through to get themselves in position to be where they at. But they shouldn't be grateful for you because you put them on a team. That's bullshit, man. Get out of here with that. I hate that. Hate it. Absolutely. Can't stand it. I'll be right back. One thing I didn't like about the uh, the whole AB situation conversation was the fact that he he tried to call Shannon Sharp a coon. I'm a real big fan of Shannon. And... I watch him pretty much on a daily basis. If there's anyone out there that's farther from a coon than Shannon Sharp, point him out to me. Because Shannon is always speaking on issues that affect people of all denominations. The poor, the disenfranchised. And yes, he does speak heavily in uh, uh, about situations pertaining to the black community that he is a part of. And I respect that. So he tried to say that he was a coon because he, uh, and the thing that he mentioned was that he jumped on there with the Hennessy and the, and the Black and Miles and the Backwoods. And I guess he was trying to say that the brother was, was buck dancing. But see, Shannon is the color commentary, no pun intended, of the show. Every show has that one guy who just pushes the envelope a little bit farther than normal 
or at least every successful show in my opinion you have the one you have the guy who's just overly opinionated that everybody hurt hates and gets on everybody's nerves or you have that guy that's just so charismatic that everybody likes him shannon sharp is that guy on that show you know he speaks he doesn't try to hide the fact that he's country he throws his country dialect alone, uses his country vernacular. He's loud. He wears his suits at the boy could dress, man. I have uh I've pretty much mirrored my shoe game <laughs> after Mr. Sharp. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. You probably would never hear this, but if you do, <laughs> shout out to you, brother. You a sharp, well dressed, well put together man. Pause. But yeah, that's what that's what I didn't like about the whole conversation and what I heard. You know, this it's a man. He wants his money. He's not negotiating about his one him wanting his money. People are saying that he's hurting his value to the team. He clearly doesn't give a damn about the team no more, and he's ready to move on. Trade the man, let him move on. As I'm about to do right now, I'm gonna move right along. Has anybody else noticed that uh, LeBron James is like the real life Tony Starks out here? Just my opinion. Okay, the man has, you know, of course he's a successful uh, basketball player. Then he has his own TV show while he's playing. He has his own TV show. Most people move into that type of thing after that fact. But no, he has his own TV show. He was involved in helping put together Two Chains um, album, rap album. What else has he got going on? He opened up a school for Lanford Three Feet at his finest. His legal team has helped um, several people in jams, you know, to, to uh, he provided legal services. His team, basically he paid for legal services for people out there that couldn't afford them, as well as Jay-Z has been doing this same thing. And I think that is beautiful that these members of the community are stepping up in that way and giving back and reaching back not in a way where it's just simply i'm gonna hand out book bags or i'm gonna give away turkeys or come down here and i'll give you a free pair of shoes or i'll sign something of mine that you bought these guys are actually doing things that are putting um adding value to the communities that they're reaching out putting their hands on so i want to give a shout out to that boy LeBron James, even though I am not a fan of you. I'm not a fan of LeBron on the court. I'm a fan of LeBron off the court. But y'all didn't come here to listen to me talk about that. Y'all came here for some discipline. And that's exactly what I'm going to give you. So the discipline for the day is something that I've heard uh, Charlemagne say time and time again. That friends and enemies are never permanent when it comes to business. So, my friends, you're going to have to be disciplined enough to accept the fact that sometimes you're going to have to work with people you don't like. You're going to have to work with people you don't agree with. You're going to have to work with people who have different views than what you have. But you will be very, very ignorant if you let other people's opinions or views or point of view stop you from achieving what you are trying to do now there are situations where this other person could just be making the whole environment toxic in that case it's best 
to separate yourself from that situation, whether it be firing that person, don't be afraid to fire people, whether it be firing that per that person or, you know, finding you a new place of employment or whatever it takes to get yourself out of that situation because that you should definitely not let anybody else drag you down you should definitely not stay on a there's no honor in staying on a sinking ship just for the sake of saying that you stayed on a sinking ship you know that old when i used to watch cartoons they used to always uh, say that the captain goes down with the ship the captain will, will refuse to uh deboard the ship that's because it's his ship <laughs> it's his ship so he's gonna go down he's going down with that ship because that's his that's he put that thing together but you are a crew member on that ship maybe possibly you could be the captain it could be your ship either way i'm not telling you that you should not have strong loyalties to the people that you work with the company that you work for because at the end of the day we are in a mutually beneficial situation with the people that we work with with the companies that we work for but that's not even what i was talking about understand back to the beginning understand you're not gonna like everybody and know you're not there to make friends you're there to do business you're there to do work I can hate somebody's guts, but if I know that when it comes down to it, work-wise, they've got my back, we can work together. There was a time when I was living in Virginia, and I was playing football, and there were a few guys on this team that had a, um, they didn't like me, I put it like that, they, they had a little clique you know that didn't really care for me because of some things that i had said uh, not really i don't know if it i don't think it was about things i said i think it was more because um they wanted their friend to play the position that i was playing so you know but the friend had quit and they were able to convince him to come back and when he came back they wanted him to have the position that i was playing so they had their little secret vendetta against me, you know, and would try to do what at times do things that I felt were intentional to uh, kind of try to make me look bad during practices and whatever. But I wasn't going to let that stop me from playing football because I knew at the end of the day, whether we liked each other or not, once we walked out on that field, and the reputation of the team was on the line. The reputation of us as a unit was on the line. We were all going to work together, whether we liked each other or not. Once we hit that field, we're all out there for a W. You know, we may have our pettiness in practices. We may not sit together at lunch in school. But when it's game time, we was on go. And we were fighting. We battled for each other on that field take this information do with it whatever you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference get you some breakfast you're gonna need it because today's gonna be a long one because it's friday junior and you know friday junior is always the longest day of the week 
Now, I'm going to need y'all to go over to that Thoughts by DeVille D.I. Facebook page and like it, follow it, comment it, and leave me some suggestions, some suggestions, some suggestions, some suggest, remix bitches, suggestions on topics you want to hear me talk about for what DeVille thinks. Also, go over to that Elite Circle Facebook page and, you know, uh, the Elite Circle podcast instagram twitter like it follow it check out our two episodes new episode is on the way now get out there get shit done and don't forget have an amazing day thank y'all for tuning in i love and appreciate each and every last one of y'all